Hi, welcome to Chosen by Committee, the podcast where myself, Josh Heron, John Rosenberg, and Christopher Mungin read through every Pulitzer Prize-winning play since 1918, so you don't have to. Today, this is a special half episode. Um, we're going to have a good friend of mine, Sean Pollock, and his friend, Will Watt, read a scene from George Kelly's Craig's Wife. Okay. Let's go. The silly creature. Oh, Harriet, I was just going up to your room. How did you find your sister? Mrs. Harold told me a moment ago you were back. Yes, I'm back. And I think it's about time I came back, don't you? Why, dear? Why? Yes, I don't understand what you mean. Well... From the looks of things, if I'd stayed away much longer, I should have probably come back to find my house a thoroughfare for the entire neighborhood. You mean Mrs. Frazier being here? You know perfectly well what I mean, Auntie Austin. Please, don't try to appear so innocent. That's exactly what that woman's been trying to do ever since we've been here. And the minute you get my back turned, you let her succeed. Just for the sake of a lot of small talk. How did she happen to get in here? Why, I asked her in, of course. Oh, you don't suppose she walked in of her own accord? I wouldn't put it past her if she knew I was away. I know Mrs. Frazier's type better than you do. What did you do, go over after her? No, I did not. I was sewing on the porch there, and she brought me over some roses, which I think was very thoughtful of her. Very thoughtful. And I happened to mention the dress that I was making, and that the pattern that I'd bought for it wasn't quite clear to me, and she seemed to know from my description just what pattern it was, and very kindly offered to help me. Of course. And you walked right into the trap. Well, why do you think she should be so anxious to get in here, Harriet? For the same reason that a lot of other women in this neighborhood want to get in here. To satisfy their vulgar curiosity and see what they can see. And why should you care if they do see? I wouldn't gratify them. I don't want a lot of idle neighbors on visiting terms. Let them tend to their houses, and they'll have plenty to do, instead of wasting their time with a lot of silly roses. Mrs. Frazier is very likely one of those housekeepers that hides the dirt in the corner with a bunch of roses. You know nothing about her house, Harriet. I know what her lawn looks like. That's enough for me. And you had to bring her upstairs, too for fear that she wouldn't see enough down here. I don't suppose the woman knows what you've got in your house, Harriet. Oh, Auntie Austin, really. I wish you were as guileless in certain other respects as you seem to be in the matter of visiting neighbors. A good neighbor is a very good thing sometimes, Harriet. Well, you may have them. I don't want them running in and out to me. None of them has ever run in and out to you, as far as I remember. One of them has just left. She wasn't here to see you. She was in my house, wasn't she? And in your husband's house. Oh. (laughs) Well, she was hardly here to see my husband, was she? No. 
she was not. Although I've no doubt you'd attempt such an interpretation if you thought there was any possibility of Walter's believing it. I don't think any extremity would be too great for you, Harriet, as long as it kept people out of the temple of the Lord. It's a great wonder to me you haven't asked us to take off our shoes when we walk across the carpet. Mrs. Frazier was here to see me, your husband's aunt, and I made her welcome, and so did he, and asked her to come back again, and I don't think you'd find him very much in accord with your attitude if he knew about it. Well, you'll probably tell him. Oh, I've got a lot of things to tell him, Harriet. I've no doubt you have. I've had plenty of time to think about them during the past two years up there in my room, and they've been particularly clear to me this past week that you've been away. That's why I've decided to tell, Walter. Because I think he should be told. Only I want to be here when I tell him so that you won't be able to twist what I say. You have a very good opinion of me, haven't you, Auntie Austin? It isn't an opinion I have of you at all, Harriet. It's you that I have. Well, whatever it is, I'm not at all interested in hearing about it. And I want you to know that I resent intensely your having brought Mrs. Frazier in here. Oh, be honest about it at least, Harriet. What do you mean? Why particularize on Mrs. Frazier? Because I don't want her here. You don't want anybody here. I don't want her. You don't want your husband. Only that he's necessary to the upkeep here. But if you could see how that could be managed without him, his position here wouldn't be as secure as the position of one of those pillows there. Well, I must say, Miss Austin, that's a very nice thing for you to say to me. It's the truth, whether you like to hear it or not. You want your house, Harriet, and that's all you do want. And that's all you'll have at the finish unless you change your way. People who live to themselves, Harriet, are generally left to themselves, for other people will not go on being made miserable indefinitely for the sake of your ridiculous idolatry of house furnishings. You seem to have borne it rather successfully. I did it for Walter's sake, because I knew he wanted to have me here, and I didn't want to make it difficult. But I've been practically a recluse in that room of mine upstairs ever since we've been here, just to avoid scratching that holy stairway or leaving a footprint on one of these sacred rugs. I'm not used to that kind of stupidity. I'm accustomed to living in rooms. And I think too much of myself to consider their appearance where my comfort is concerned. So I've decided to make a change. Only I want my reasons to be made perfectly clear to Walter before I go. I think I owe it to him for his own sake as well as mine. 